yeah. What's up on that new, new stuff there, huh? Well, just wanted to get your attention. My name is Sean. I am no, no person without the homie G himself, Westside John. <laughs> Don't forget that either. I won't. That's right. <laughs> how you doing, John? I'm doing good. That's Most good. importantly, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I got to be honest with you. Um, for all you new listeners, this is the little intro cadabble, jabble, shoot the shee stuff that we do. Um, so if you're only here for, uh, maybe the topic, sorry, we're going to talk about some things first, but I'm doing good. I'm, I'm currently looking at a brand new, beautifully built computer. Oh, when did this happen? <laughs> well, um, it officially happened. What Friday night? It started around like eight, eight thirty Eastern time and ended at like four in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. What, what, uh, <laughs> What were you doing until four in the morning? No, I mean, uh, that was, it's an exaggeration, but remember oh, okay. you, sent, you sent me a text and you're like, Hey, you gotta be exhausted at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I thought, I thought you were in trouble. Like in the beginning when you couldn't get the, um, I don't know, the cooler, uh, CPU put into the motherboard. Yeah. That was making me nervous. Well, I was sitting here chewing my nails for you. <laughs> It's 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 just a standard, you know, Wraith cooler, but for whatever reason, anybody who's listening that knows about those things, I could not get one of the brackets to to kind of click on one side so you could pull it to mm-hmm. the other and tighten it. Yep. And and since it was the beginning, I was like I looked up and I had, you know, you know, for me it was a a decent amount of viewers and I was like um I started sweating a little bit. <laughs> but I I got it. Don't, then, don't sell yourself short, uh, Sean. You were sweating a lot. Yeah, I, well, my room got really hot. This room that I'm in now, I don't know if it's because uh, I'm looking around now. I don't know if it's because I I don't have good airflow in here. I don't know if it's because there's not a uh, like a curtain on the window. I only have blinds, so I don't know if heat collects. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because computers are running all day and the door stays shut that it just gets hot. I don't know, bro, but all I know is <laughs> Friday night, because that that beast of an old computer I had was 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 kicking, um, I was a I was a hot bastage for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the temperature in your room, I mean, have you noticed that it's affecting the temperature of the PC at oh, any point? Not at all. Um, today I actually I ran. You know, we're working from home virtually, and I ran my work software off of it. I was able to turn the beast off, and it it is the fan just it does this. Does yours do this? Because we have the same, we have the same Ryzen sevens with, with basically the same fans. It doesn't always have to spin full time. It kind of does a little, little bit on, a little bit off kind of thing. Is yours like that, or is mine, yours constantly mine's spin- typically spinning the whole time? It just depends on how fast it's spinning. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's spinning, oh. but yeah. every once in a while, I can almost feel like I can see the fan, the fan blades. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, so that's cool. And um, one thing that I did go do is. The next day, I ended up sleeping really late, and we actually went to other people's homes, which in this in this day and age of of COVIDness, this was the first for me in a while, right? Like in a long time. Yeah. But um, it was it was fun. What I needed, uh, for whatever reason, after I we I ended the stream and I showed that the computer posted, there was one error that said I had um I didn't have the CPU fan plugged all the way in. 
um, or one of the fans or something. And I, I was like, oh, that's stupid. So I just plugged it in. That error went away. So it boots up. Um, I get Windows in it. And then I go to, uh, you know, like just look at stuff, update drivers. And I noticed that my graphics card was not registering. So I didn't know why. But I, well, I was overtired. Duh. It needed its drivers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Windows didn't go get the drivers. So uh, the next day I just took my PC over to my friend's house. Um, it's really Bobby Joe's bestie and, and my friend, Matt. Um, he, he's a very good computer guy. I love him to death. And me and mm-hmm. him just kind of get at it. And uh, yeah, it ended up, we got the drivers real quick. We updated everything in the motherboard. I brought it home, did a little cable management cause I was done and I hooked up my uh, second hard drive, which is my gaming hard drive. And yeah, bruh, I've already, uh, uh, I, I got to talk to you off air about something, but let's just say I, I've already got PC's game pass ready to go. Oh. I've already seen the <laughs> intro to a, a certain game. I think, I think I have it. I think I have it downloaded. Let me just check. Yeah. But let me ask you this, Sean. Yeah. Um, the la- I don't know when the last time was that you built a PC. Yeah. It had to be six or seven years ago. It's so like <laughs> so what's different? Uh well RGB was a thing there, but you know, it, I don't think it was as mainstream as it is now, so there's that. Yeah. The chipset is different. It's an AM4 socket now, which my previous one was not, but I was used to a Ryzen build. So if you build with Ryzen chips, you know that it's got the, the, the Ryzen chip has the things on the bottom that you don't want to bend. Whereas it's a little different when you build via Intel. Um, but as far as what's different to me, is this the biggest yeah graphics card <laughs> I've ever put in a machine? And, uh, I cared about cable management more, but, but mostly the yeah. components. I mean, you've always, when you build a computer, you have the, the chip, you have Ram, uh, if you need a, a secondary graphics card, you get it. And then you got to make sure you have something to power it all up. But uh, I was very happy and I set it on stream. My my power supply, I thought, was going to come with mustard and ketchup wires. And I was going <laughs> to order extensions for it, but they ended up being all black wires. So I was very, very nice about that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, um, the, the thing, the difference between um, my build is that night, you know, obviously Chris did most of it, of course, but he had that person there with him that was shining that light. Yeah. I didn't have ever. It was weird. And <laughs> you, man, you were coming up with, with crazy what you were like holding it with your chin. Like <laughs> you put your leg up on the table and rammed Dude. it between your crotch. So you could I thought, I thought about, I, I thought about that while I was doing, I thought about that and also thought about getting Tinley in here to hold it. Cause yeah, she, she came in a few times and uh, shout out to be on camera. She, she did. Wanted it. She did. And shout out to, <laughs> I want to say it's uh I, I I'm gonna they're gonna hate me. They sent me a a Discord message, and they screen capped her like she was doing like this like turtle face oh, yeah. to yes. the uh to the camera or whatever. So yeah, she she would have been my helper for sure. Um, but yeah, that normally you have somebody with you, and that was the first time I I done it solo. And um, I gotta say, either they edit very well or the people like. Jay's two cents or Paul's hardware or Bitwit, uh, they're legit at this point because they mm-hmm. probably build them constantly, so they know exactly what they're doing. But yeah, the hardest thing for me to to put in this build was the um, onboard case I/O wires. 
So like for your HD audio or your USBs, there's a there's a little bitty wires you gotta find, and they're usually at the bottom right hand corner of your motherboard. Ugh. F those wires. Ugh. But yeah, hope and hopefully, I mean, you know, to pivot a little bit, hopefully the intro to this podcast is a little better than last week's. Why is that? Do you not remember I messaged you at work and I was like, uh, so yeah, just I've just been notified, John, that uh, the audio is completely jacked up on the podcast. Oh, and by the way, it's Tuesday and the podcast is released. <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so yeah, we recorded on Monday last week because uh, it was, why did we record on Monday? Uh, huh. uh, Tink's birthday. Yes. Duh. And um, yeah. So when Father I go to, when I go to load up the podcast to to be distributed to the people, I thought the way I loaded it always released on on Wednesday, like at Wednesday at midnight, right? Or I guess Tuesday at midnight, however you want to look at it. Well, no, it's it's set to do the next day at midnight, and since I did it on Monday, it came out Tuesday, and it was a mess. But uh, you, you're welcome for my free mistake, and if you were one of the you know 270 to 300 people that heard that hot mess express before the re-edit and you know re-upload <laughs> you're welcome that was free this is what we do for you but uh <laughs> yeah so, man. a disastrous podcast yes um an almost disastrous pc build yes I mean, another part i really enjoyed <laughs> was the <laughs> highlight of that of that of that twitch stream was when you were trying to get this screw out of the motherboard. Oh my God. It's still in there. And you, you have, yeah, you eventually said, well, I'm just going to leave it <laughs> and hopefully it'll work out. Okay. And I was just waiting for the next, I guess you were streaming for four, three, four, four hours, five hours. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe we'll say four. Yeah. Yeah. I was just waiting for that point where <laughs> you realized you needed that screw. <laughs> well, luckily I had some really good folks there and I know that if I would have been like, dude, what did I do with this screw? Somebody would have said it's probably in that left-hand corner of your motherboard. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I would not tighten like the rest of them. And I went, Oh my goodness. I looked at the head and I said, that's a different screw, but you know, it, it's, it's fine. It's a story. There was a couple of clips people put out for me. So thank you for that. of me dancing and doing things. I appreciate that. Uh, I got a couple of new follows that I didn't have before. I don't I haven't streamed a lot to this point, so that was fun. Thank you guys for doing that, and I'm gonna definitely try to do do some more for show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that uh, case worked out real well. I actually, I'm a big fan of that case. Well, dude, you you came through, and when you pulled up the specs for me to help me get the front fan mounted, yeah, yeah, um, that was very nice. But the, the case is, I'm, I, I need to find a way to send you really good pictures. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you can see it like it. Uh, it looks so good in person. I'm very, you know, I'm very happy with it. It's it, again, if 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 I need to somewhere put the specs that I put in for you guys to see what I used, um, the case is not going to be the most expensive thing ever. So there are some things that it it does that other cases probably do better. Um, example: the side panel is a uh, plasticky kind of clear panel. Uh, it's not really cut perfect, but it, you know, it, it works. Those are things that now that I've had it for a few days and look at it, I can see that it, you know, isn't, you know, the cleanest as far as that. Maybe I'll post a picture. It's like a little, little thing, but every, everything else on it, man, I like it cause it's lightweight. It, it held the ATX motherboard. 
and it's got a little bay to, to hide wires if you need to for cable management. So now the back of so, it did not have, see, there's some top notch cases, John, that have built in that have a uh, cable management, like wires in the back. Super awesome. Some of them yeah. even come where they're already pre-ran for you, which is great. This one did not do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think next time I'll definitely go for a, a big case like, um, Chris has. Yeah, the full. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I've always been I think my first build I had a bigger case and then the next two or three I did the more of the mid-sized towers. I'm just I right. I like them in case I have to move them. I don't want to you know sprain my back out trying to pick up my PC. But there you know the trade-off is that you definitely have more room inside of them so they look cleaner cuz things are more spread out. Nice and tight. Yeah, just well, do we like it? Do we like it spread out, or we like it nice and tight, John? We got to make our minds up. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I like it. I like it both. Yeah, but I really, I mean, that's going to be. I'm going to look look back on that as 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 that PC build that you had as a as a highlight of the year. It was that was fun, especially with beer. We yeah. Well, you inspired me. I did not plan on drinking a beer. And at one point you come back in the chat and you said, uh, sorry, beer run. And I thought you were kidding. You were not. Um, <laughs> so then I go, you know, it was funny cause I forgot, I forgot this next part that when you say something on chat or in, in Twitch, there's a slight delay before chat can react. So I go, you know, the thing you do is you say, Hey Chad, if you want to see this, give me some ones in the chat or whatever. So I say, Chad, if you want me to go get a beer, let me see some ones. And I immediately went, Oh, nothing. You guys don't want me to drink a beer. Really? And I just wouldn't stop. But finally, a couple of ones went through, and I was like, okay, we're going to get a beer. <laughs> Ended up spilling the beer. Uh, oh, yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> which was devastating. The room smelled like beer for about two days. And, uh, mm. yeah, but it was it was good. It was good times, man. I, uh, I mainly did that, honest to God. Uh, I kept thinking that John wanted to see this. I would have, and, and I think the plan was I was going to build it, and you were going to be there when I built it. I think, yeah, like you know, yeah, I would have been. Was, at, was I was going to be at your house, or you'd come here, or something. And uh, with this COVID mess, I was like, I got to get on. And plus, I wanted to test out my new interwebs, which the upload speed handled the, the streaming just fine. Um, how did the music sound on your you guys' end? Was the volume okay? Um. Yeah. It was. It was fine. It, it, I don't. I don't know if it was running through your PC or if it was just in the in the background. It was in. Yeah. It was running through. I had um, Spotify through Twitch, just you know, kind of. I didn't want it loud. I wanted it as a bed almost. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fine. I wasn't really paying that much attention to it because there was this, you know, big beautiful man on the on the screen. <laughs> that shirt I so had on your, was gigantic. You <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't you haven't been really gaming anything yet? No. Um, well, that's you know we're gonna get into the topic time soon, and that was what I wanted to topic time. I wanted to play it on the PC and mm-hmm. we did go back and forth on, we thought it was a, a switch game perhaps. And, and I kind of tinkered back and forth on that one night. I actually had it in my PlayStation cart and I went, I don't want to play this on PlayStation. I just don't. But, um, yeah. because of the fact that I had to take it to mats that next day and I didn't build it till Friday. Um, I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge that you're amazing forgetting what you're going to do today as far as the coverage, because I, it really was intended to be a two man 
topic time, but I definitely know the I'm, game. I'm not just amazing. Yeah. You're wonderful. I'm wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is, I was going to wait to the, we'll do it now. Um, F it. If you skip the topic time, you miss this, but, um, we have a, uh, a wonderful friend of ours who is willing to donate as a giveaway, a $20 steam store gift card. So, yeah, I'm sneaking. Wait, you're not. You're just not. You're not just going to give that to me. Oh, uh, let's delete everything I just said, and uh, you guys <laughs> never heard it. But what we're going to do is put out a. Um, we're going to put out probably a picture on Twitter, and uh, it's going to be of. What do you want it to be of, John? We we can talk about this off air, and I can post it in Discord, or we can just say it now. It'll be something, and all you got to do is like it. And once you like the picture. Uh, that's going to automatically put you in the competition. Um, once we get, and you got a week's time. So by recording next week, um, whoever has liked the picture, you're going to be entered into a drawing and we're going to do like we've done before. We put all your names into a generator and hit shuffle. And then whoever wins uh, gets the $20 steam code and we'll be able to DM it to you or whatever. Um, but what picture is it going to be, John? Do we know? John? Picture of you. <laughs> I should, um, maybe it should be of like, uh, my new PC, like maybe get a good picture of my new PC. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, if you, if you like the picture of my new PC that I put on Twitter, that automatically puts you into the drawing for your chance to win that $20 steam code. Do we say who it's from? I don't know. That's up. That's up to. I. I, I thought they wanted to be anonymous, but I'm perfectly yeah. happy. No, no. I think they are too. So now that you said that, and I thought that, we'll leave it. We'll leave it to the game of anonymity. <laughs> but we really appreciate the um, the consideration for it. That was awesome. Not not only just this, everything. We appreciate everything, and I want to. I want to say that, John. You can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? We're approaching that 20 minute mark. And I know we like to keep it within the, those parameters. Um, PC build, whack podcast last week. Uh, did you? Oh, did you end up get a little sports talk in? Did you end up watching the Last Dance? No, I did not. I got okay. I got kind of um, sucked into a, <laughs> a new Netflix show that I don't even like that much, but it's you know it is what it is. Right? Easy to watch. Yeah. Listen, it's called. Of nightfall. Oh, it's dude. a little bit. Uh, yes, I've I've seen. It seems it seems like a it seems budget, <laughs> but it's okay. It's a, yeah. yeah. When I say seat, I haven't watched it, but I know of it, and I thought mm-hmm. the same thing. So, but if you're watching it, you know we'll talk about it. But I do need you to watch the last dance, so we can talk about it because uh, it was I could not get enough of it immediately turned into I need to see everything about Michael Jordan that, that I don't want to say I forgot. It's just that I hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah. It was a, yeah. it was a fantastic watch. Yeah. I'll get it watched this week. And remember what sure. I told you, everybody as well. If, if you just have the ESPN app, they are letting you binge the uh, last dance just by just having the app. You don't have to log in. Don't have to link accounts. You don't have to do anything. It's not a, uh, ESPN plus type thing. It's just there. So that's cool. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> All right. 
Is this it? We teetered out. Yeah, let's just let's just call it a day. <laughs> let's, let's just let's just mosey on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the topic, yo. John, this is when you say uh, what the topic is. <laughs> is it? Is it my time? Do I get to do it now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to announce that the topic is the wonderful 101 remaster. That's nice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is so funny. I'm um, I'm I'm very I'm very interested and excited about you doing this. Well, um, we, if, I, if I were you, I'd be excited too. Well, I mean, because I know how much the game, when it was originally released on the Wii U, and you'll get into all that, how important that Wii U controller was, like the touchscreen controller. It, it, it was the hub of information, and that was a central part of the game. Um, so I want to know, that when I, I need you to tell me one of the first things about how that, is not either a factor or is, and then just basically, you know, do your magic and I'll shut up now. <laughs> so you have, so you have a copy of it on, on Wii U. You played it on Wii U. Did you ever, did you ever get around? Did you finish it? Was yeah. it a, uh, I may have pulled a John and I think I'm very close to the end. On <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what happened? What? So, so I got, uh, I got this game. Honestly, when, when it was on Wii U, I got it. Um, what was that? Ninten- I guess it was just Nintendo Club. Club Nintendo. Um, you know, you got it through that? Getting, yeah, I got it for free through that because of, you know, all the points I'd accumulated. So I've got a copy. I've got a digital copy of it on there. I've fired it up a few times. Um, spent a couple of hours with it overall on the Wii U, but never really got into it. It was just sort of a weird time. I'd gotten it for free a few years after it'd come out. And this game is, to be honest with you, it's a very divisive game as far as platinum goes. For a while there, this was considered, you know, when it comes to hit or misses on for platinum, this was considered kind of one of its misses, if you will. Right. Um, but having played it, having spent a good time with particularly this remaster, um, I'm not in the naysayer camp on this one. This one is a very... It's one of the most unique games I've ever played, especially one of the most unique um, platinum games. And that's saying a lot um, when it comes to their uh, creativity. And, you know, because with that with that studio, gameplay is is king. It's just yeah, that's just the most important factor to them. You know, one of my game of the years last year was uh, Astral Chain. Yeah. And I can and I can say that you can see in wonderful one-on-one wonderful one-on-one a lot of astral chains dna at least at least i saw a lot of its dna yeah um, i was gonna say i was that was another thing that i was anxious to hear about 
because I remember how much you truly enjoyed Astral Chain. Uh, and I love that you just said that because when I'll see Wonderful 101 and have haven't seen, uh, I never played Astral Chain because, well, I couldn't, somebody didn't give me a copy of it or something. I forget what it was. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I it does I feel like all platinum games feel like platinum games but some of them have their own um nuances about them or or you know whatever it is but it is a platinum game and yeah it it's very cool to hear you say that this game probably had or feels like it had the the early DNA of what eventually became Astral Chain. Oh it it 100% does and and the beauty of this of the beauty of this game is you know, it, it was it was on a console. I mean, the beauty of it now is that is the fact that it was on a console that only sold 13 million units. And I think um, I don't think that this game um, sold over 200,000 units on the Wii U. If that it just it just didn't really find an audience. So the fact that now you can buy it on Switch um PS4 and uh, and and PC, not yet Xbox, but um, that's a possibility. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, it's just a really great thing to have, so that people can finally have access to this game. And I think the more people will play it, uh, particularly now, um, seeing that you know of, of all the things that Platinum has done since this game, I think we're going to find a new appreciation for it. I know I certainly have. So basically, you know, the game, of course, is called The Wonderful 101, and you play as a group of of, of superheroes that are destined that are that are here to protect um, the planet, and it's a it's a team that is called The Wonderful 100. And that Wonderful 101, that first that extra person is kind of denotes the player. Uh, so you're that 101 101st member of the 101. Hundred and wonderful one and one. I, it, I'm having an aneurysm. The wonderful one oh one. There you go. <laughs> so um, the game, the game's mechanics are just are just uh, so wacky to me. Um, in a good way, or in a very in a very good way. Okay. It's 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 not without its problems. It's not without its its hinkiness, um, and that's a technical word for jankiness. Yeah, which is. Uh, the be- yeah, it's everybody knows what that means, man. Yeah, and as far as the Wii U goes, um, you know that that gamepad versus, you know, without it, um, I don't know. It, it didn't seem to be much of a difference. The only time I would uh, that I remember with the gamepad using it, basically, you trace the circles and the symbols onto the gamepad to sort of. Form a, for to form your weapons yes. and things, but the only time I really used it was when you um, <clears throat> came across civilians and you'd circle them and you'd bring them into your team. Yeah, for that and, mission that's what, and, level. That, and that's one of the interesting mechanics. You you as you progress the world, you you find these these people running around yelling help. You know, there's this, this, these distraught people that are witnessing this alien attack. And so what you do is you rescue them, so to speak, and you bring them into your superhero unit, which could, you know, which, which can be as large as, as large as, as many people you find in, in the levels. Um, and together <clears throat> these individuals help you, um, form different types of weapons, um, depending on, depending on which, which wonder member, if you will, 
is <clears throat> in charge of the unit at any given time. So there's um, the ones the, the the ones you find you start off with are Wonder Red, yeah, um, which wields a large red fist, and then uh, Wonder Blue, which which he wields a sword. And Wonder Red is sort of the main character of the game. He's sort of the new member of the Wonderful One Hundred One. Um, Wonder Blue is a kind of a cocky, um, arrogant guy. And as you progress through the game, you find you, you discover more members of the Wonderful One Hundred One. Um, and so, with this, <clears throat> you know, it's the classic. It's the classic um, combo, combat-heavy action game, but just with a twist it takes a little bit to get used to because you're not just one individual figure you know like in bayonetta doing combos and things like that and the reason why i feel like it has that dna shared with astral chain is because astral chain does not simply have one avatar doing combos you you are paired with with um i don't even i think they're chimera you're, you're paired with somebody that works with you to do chain combos and that's sort of that's sort of the feel you get here you know how you form that fist or how you form that sword or how you form whatever weapon you discover within the game you're forming that weapon through the individuals in your party they're sort of coming together and forming that fist for you and it's very cool as you go through the game how the the level design is set up to where you're going to need to kind of utilize your members of your team, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, just just depending on what's in front of you or what you know what you got to do. I love, and you may get on this in a little bit too, but I love, I completely love the dialogue of <laughs> each member of the of the unit. You know, uh, when you have cutscenes, I find it hilarious when those pop up. Um, but yeah, I'll let you get back on track. But those are some things as you were talking about how the game is. That's what kind of. I was like, oh yeah, I love that. So you're welcome. Yeah, that, that was for it's very, <laughs> it's very much as it, it. I I think people should take it seriously as an action game, but it's very much a superhero parody. Um, and the dialogue, like you said, is witty. It's laugh out loud funny. There's and 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 it's not just dialogue itself. It's actions of the characters and things like that that just are kind of knee slappers. Um, just the zaniness of it. Yeah, you'll go from this this harrowing mission of death over lava, and then you're all on a platform, and like the weirdest thing will happen. Like a, a I don't want to do any spoilers, but something will show up that you're not expecting, or there'll be oh, there'll, yeah. there'll be jokes about like relationships, or it's just you're like guys, we're in the middle of death. Like what's happening right now? Oh yeah, you'll see you'll see what you think is this huge boss fight and this menacing combat drone just just slowly walking your way <laughs> and then all of a sudden it gets its head knocked off. Yeah. And you never have to fight the what you know, <laughs> what, you know it's just stuff like that that just it's very it's just very slapstick humor. And you know, it's it, a lot of people don't like that kind of humor, but it's it's there and it's and I find it hysterical. Yeah, I, I think um, because the dichotomy between the action and the humor is so, you know, dichotomic. <laughs> <laughs> that it that it works you know what i'm saying like yeah. i think it i think it's perfect and i mean the oh, game yeah. i don't know if this is divisive either but i think it has this this charm about it you know like the way as you're progressing through the level the newspaper pops up and says our heroes do it again gives you a quick rank and you kind of keep moving on 
all of that ties into how the game, I don't know, is, is presented to you and how you're engulfed in it. I, like I said, I'm, I'm just drawing off memories of when I played it. I adored this game. It, it, it's a very, it has a, it has a unique look to it. It's not, it, it's almost like, um, it's very cartoony. It's, it's almost like you're in the middle of a Pixar world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of a top down the way a Diablo is top down. Um, but you know, the, the, the camera zooms in and out depending on, on the circumstance you're in. And it's just, it's a testament to how well, um, despite its lack of success on the Wii U, it's a testament to how well Platinum understood Nintendo, understood who they were as a company. There's a charm, there's a wit, there's a there's a zaniness to this world. It's it's cute, it's charming, it's everything you would expect Nintendo to make themselves. But um, you know, th- it's just it's just an amazing and that's the thing. Aesthetic. Earlier, I talked about how I wanted to, you know, I wanted to play this game on my new PC. And John and I both talked about how, but it, we would say this to each other, but it feels like it's a Nintendo title. Yeah. And and some of you, some of you probably know what we mean by that. Some of you don't, or some of you maybe think that it means that it's a lesser um, graphical, you know, experience. That's not at all what I mean. It just it felt like a Nintendo Switch game or you know back then a wii u it just felt like that was at home but uh john you did not play it there you played it no, via, I, I, via I the pc master races yeah and it was it wasn't it was a tough choice because i i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to to maintain that loyalty with nintendo i'm like you know what it started here why don't i just just um just play it here but that leads me into um sort of why I, I got it on the PC. And and so there's a couple of things to note about the different versions of the game. And so on, on the Switch, what you're getting in handheld mode is 720p, which is roughly the resolution that was on the original Wii U. Right. So, so basically... So, but it'll, it'll... Is that Burgess? Yeah. He's made his way back on the show. What up, B-Dog? Yep. <laughs> He he he. Uh, we live in a cul-de-sac, and he likes to. Uh, he, hold on a second. Okay, I'll just uh, I'll sit here and stuff. It's fine. We're doing great. John, can we can we stop this for a second? Do you want me to stop? Yeah, I'll stop the recording yeah, on. one second. All right, and we are back. <laughs> Jonathan had to. Burgess still alive, right? He's still alive. He, we had, we actually uh, we had a FedEx a big FedEx truck come up pull up to the house and he was she he was dropping off a lot of patio furniture so it was great timing. I do apologize for that. No worries. But you know Bur- Burgess um, Burgess will uh, <laughs> will stand out there and if he sees children in the cul-de-sac playing, he feels he needs to protect us from those children. So he will just bark his head off. He he really he really takes it upon himself to to protect this house. Well, that, I don't that's, know what we do without him. Well, that's good. That's better than any, you know, home security system or ring doorbell or anything. Is a big old Burgess. They could just pack those up and uh, ship them to everybody, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but we were. Um, I think we were talking about the different uh, versions of the of the game. So it was, and why you know why why I got it on PC, but the Switch version, um, in handheld mode, it has the 720p. In docked, it is 1080p. So there's that. 
And one of the one of the goals of this remaster was, um, while the visuals are a a very slight improvement, ma- the main reason why they're an improvement is because of the resolution. So, <clears throat> you we on the PlayStation Four, um, and the Switch docked, you managed to get a 1080p resolution out of that. And for both versions of that game, you're getting above 30 frames. So it's kind of it's going between 30 and 60 frames. Um, if you're playing it on the PS4, you're getting a, a little bit more stable frame rate, getting closer to 60 frames. But if you're playing it on the PC, which is just sort of why I went this direction, um, you can you can get it as in a resolution up to 4k depending on you know what your graphics card does and what your monitor does um but it's but most most importantly it's the only version that's out there right now that it it guarantees a 60 frame lock it doesn't go higher than 60 frames but it's just that lock 60 frames and so i am playing the the smoothest version and and i can say that I'm for the most part, I'm very much glad I did it because the game is so beautiful um, in 2K. It just pops. It's just a really nice. It's just a really nice version of the game. Textures are a little bit better, but when you when you think of a remaster, you think of visuals being upgraded. It's not so much here. Um, it still looks um pretty much the same i actually fired up the wii u today just to see what you know some of the differences were and how it played um it's still it, it it still feels the same so if you're if you're looking for a remaster here in the traditional sense um you might be disappointed in the updated visuals for yeah sure. i think they're in you correct me if i'm wrong or if you think that it's a little different i think the intent of the remaster was mostly to I don't know if right the ship on Platinum's games as far as this one went, or or maybe it was more so that I did go back and look at the total sales of it. Let me pull it back up real quick. It 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 did not sell a lot. Um, the final amount of sales. Let's see here. A Nintendo originally shipped thirty thousand copies in Japan. It sold five thousand two hundred fifty eight. Um, it ended up selling 27,028. Uh, and then, but the total, it ended up selling 49,000 units, uh, in the United States and the UK. Um, uh, I think where they're getting this math from is the game's total sales, uh, which were the units in Japan and the U S were 79,000. So that is not back then. That's not a lot of people that got to play this game. Yeah, for sure. So, and, I mean, and, it's bad. You know, it's bad enough that it was a 13 million console seller. That's that's terrible. That's pretty. That's pretty dismal. It yeah. really is. And, and I don't. I don't really know why this thing just didn't catch on. Even I mean, even for a, even for the Wii U. I'm, I'm just wondering. What, it was a fantastic Wii U game. I I really it, it just it fit right into the to the library, um, almost to the point where you. I mean. <laughs> All these characters, you look at them, and I think they're trophies and they're assists, but I, they feel like they should be in Smash Brothers. They really, um, they really, that would be a really, maybe have the whole team because they're small, mm-hmm. have them be a collective yeah. team in Smash. That would be really cool. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely, it looks like, it looks like this beautiful toy world. And it's just, it's just a, it's just a great thing to play. So, um, 
I'm glad it's I'm glad they they gave it another um shot in the arm. I hope that part of this is because they're wanting to do a sequel and they're wanting to get this title out there to give as much context as possible. Ooh, that, that's a nice thought. It, yeah. It, you know, maybe they just call it the wonderful one Oh two. I don't know, but I just, I would just love to see this, but um, you know, as far as, as far as its previous iteration, um, they really, you know, the controls do take a little bit of time to get used to, but once you have it, you have it. You're you're basically making the shapes of these weapons, whether it be the sword or the or the sledgehammer or the whip or whatever it is. You're just you're making the um, you're making the shape with the left. I'm sorry, the right thumbstick, um, regardless of which controller you're using. I'm using a I'm using a, a 360. <laughs> 360. I'm using an Xbox One controller. That's so, dude. Um, you know, the last time I don't even know why you said 360. I don't either. That's so mm. weird. I, I'm wondering when the last time I held a 360 controller is. Now that you said that, <laughs> that's crazy, bruh. Yeah. <clears throat> but but I, uh, I, I do like how you secretly flexed your PC master race when you said how glorious <laughs> it was in 2K and 60 FPS and all this, just stuff that I'm telling you, mere months ago. Jonathan would not utter those words on this podcast. <laughs> well, I was doing, I just, I was doing, the reason I bring that up is because I was doing a lot of research on what I was getting to, you know, if I were to buy this game, what, what am I getting with what, with what I decide to go with? Right. Um, I mean, the beauty of it is if you play it on switch in handheld mode, you can pretty much play it the way it was meant to be played control wise because of the touch screen the tuck uh the touch screen functionality and then Wait, on playstation 4 the switch is can... touch screen what <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so and, and then i should say on playstation 4 that um that touchpad in the middle of the controller you can you can outline the um the mechanics to formulate your weapons and things like that using the touchpad on the PlayStation Four, so that's pretty that. cool. But the uh, the alternative to coming up with with the right thumbstick, it works very well. It was a good alternative, and you know, I think I think you know, Nintendo getting a hold of this title um, in the early part of development, you can tell that Platinum had a plan to put this game on other consoles. Um, at least that's what it seemed like to me. Because after a while, after getting used to it, it just works like a charm and it becomes second nature. But, you know, the set pieces in this game, you know, the way it looks, don't be fooled by how cute and charming it looks. This game's hard. Yeah. And it's hard hard from a perspective of, you know, that, that, that platinum thing where they grade you at the, (laughs) they grade you at the end of every level. And dude, they're brutal. Do you, do it you, is brutal. Do you remember, uh, and I should have remembered this at the time we covered Yoshi's, what was it, Wooly World? No. Uh, Crafty World. Yeah, Crafty World. We both indicated that we were fooled by that game because it was so cute, yet why were we? Why was it so frustratingly hard? It was because we fell into the trap that, oh, this is cute, it's easy, It's I can do this, I've beaten you know the original Mario a thousand times, I'm a gamer. Brr. But no, that these games do that. Uh, and and but what's cool about it, and maybe you're going to touch on this, is uh, say a level's hard, but let's say you get a little, f- a big chunk of what you need to done. When you restart, 
that stuff you just did is kind of already still done for you. It's not like a true restart in the sense that you now you have to go through. And one example is, um, I forget what level it is, but you kind of get into this this craft that eats through rocks and things. And in certain parts, there's like gems and things you connect, but you can die easily because something's kind of chasing you. But if it kills you and you start back up, everything that you kind of got out the way is out the way again. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think yeah, that, I that's, think that's definitely the case. At least my playthrough yeah. on the, like in boss fights, if you, it is, so it is generous in that aspect, like in a, in a boss fight, if you, if you die during a boss fight, you put a pretty much respawn right at the spot where you left off, where his life meter is down this amount and, and you don't lose any time with that, but it does, it does ding you or it does punish you you know, for a number of things, it, it punishes you based on how many people you rescue in a game. How many, in other words, how many people you bring into your, your unit. If it, it, um, <laughs> dude, it, it punishes quick, you based on how many times you die. Quick squirrel moment. So at work yeah. today, the word unit was thrown around just crazy. I'm giggling <laughs> like a, like a, like just a boy. And now we're on this podcast for whatever reason, you've decided to use the word unit a lot. And I am like holding it in. But I'm on the cusp. If I hear one more unit, <laughs> it's my wonderful unit. Um, <laughs> That's good stuff. And so, it, to be honest with you, I, I'm most of the time I'm getting um, bronze and silver at the end of certain sections. And by the time I'm just <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. By the time I'm getting to the end of the level, it gives me the uh, participation trophy at the end. <laughs> Thanks for playing the game. Here's yeah. your your whack trophy. And yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, do, do you so. get a Steam? What are they called in Steam when you get like instead of trophies? Steam achievements. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you've been getting those. Yeah, you you get those. That's nice. Um, which is a very which is which is good. I, you know, I'd love to I'd love to get this on PlayStation just for the trophies, but you know. I'd, if this is one of these games that I'd really love to own on every platform, <laughs> that's really that's a and that doesn't come by every game you play. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really just, doesn't. A, and so you know, I'm 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 sitting here wa- I'm sitting here watching footage of it, and I'm like I'm watching these this guy play, and I'm like I don't know how he did that. I've never seen that done. I suck. Um, I gotta get good. <laughs> but that's the thing about this and other platinum games. It encourages you and makes you want to be better at these games because they're very they're very precision is very important to these games and so this game during boss fights particularly is so cinematic and so epic in scale the things that this wonderful 100 team does you know um like wonder red will um will call out unite fist or something like that and you do the motion and the fist pops out and it grabs a hold of the robot's head and just crushes it as you're plummeting back to earth from a ship. It's just the set pieces um, give the uncharted games a run for their money. It's just really, really impressive. And you're just, you're just grinning from ear to ear during these segments of the game. Dude. I mean, no, no doubt it, it, there's so much going on on your screen, but some kind of way you're able to see exactly everything you need to see at any given time. Yeah. And as you, you know, if this is your first time playing it, you'll find that 
you know, I know what's going on. I know what I'm good. I know where I need to look when I need to look at something. Um, everything. And I love how the things you pick up are like wonderful cakes to go or wonderful. This, I yeah. love that all of everything's wonderful. Think about another game like that, that it's a world of wonderful. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh, so for cool. Sure. It rivals, it rivals Nintendo's ability to make you smile. Yes. And I, you know, at the time I didn't know platinum had it in them. But um, it's just, you know, what the heart, the challenge is getting used to the idea that those that those 50 to 100 people that are in your group on the screen are basically one unit. <laughs> there we go again. One person. <laughs> Did, just, uh, you have to you have to act like it's one avatar on the screen. It's Did, a hard it, it can be difficult to get you get your head around that because, like you said, it's so chaotic. But as soon as you start to look at that group as one character, it starts to become more clear. Yeah. Did you ever play the, any of the Pikmin games? No, but I've heard it. I've heard it um, compared to that a lot. Well, it, only because when you're playing Pikmin, you have objectives you need to do and you have a group of Pikmin that do certain things, the reds, the yellows, the blues, whatever. Uh, but I, I think, uh, let's see, is Pikmin out on switch at all? Or is it? No, no I don't think there's a version of it at all. Hmm. Mazu Mazdas. Last last console version was I have it. I actually have the game on Wii U. Um, I've just never played it. You should probably give Pikmin three a go because I think that's the one you're talking about. You have on Wii U. Mm-hmm. I think you would yeah. thoroughly enjoy this, and you may have time to play it this week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Faux show. Faux shizzle. <laughs> 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 Dude, I've been um I've been eating uh tacos for lunch that I make at the house. Like I'll I'll uh cook up some chicken, season it, um warm up a soft tortilla, mm. put uh and then, you know, in the amount of time I'll put melted the quesadilla cheese that you you melt for quesadillas, put that on the um uh, the the tortilla, you know, just in time for it to melt, put the chicken on it, throw some lettuce, some jalapenos and then a uh I've got, do you, do you eat at Buffalo Wild Wings? Have you ever eaten there? John? Yeah, I like uh, the, I like the, I don't eat there a lot. I don't like it. I don't like the atmosphere, but the food's good. The atmosphere is not for everybody, but have you ever tried the Asian Zing sauce? No. Okay. Well, I have the closest I could get to Asian Zing. Uh, and I put a little bit of that on the tortillas and then, uh, then it's a wrap and I eat two of those a day for lunch and they are fantastic. And I say that. Why did I say that? I didn't know you oh, used rap. Um, <laughs> I say that because when I turned around just now, total squirrel moment, I saw one of the pieces of chicken that apparently fell out of my tortilla today. And it's on my little table right here. So <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I am. And I'm also very hungry because that was the last time I've eaten. And, and I miss going, man, you know how good. Do you know how good it would be tonight to eat a Chipotle? Dude, do you understand how good it would be, John? Look, I'm one of those. I'm one of those naysayers, if you will. I think at this point it's okay to do. I ain't gonna lie. I think it's well. Like I said, I'm willing to come to your crib to record. Uh, we don't need the interwebs, and then we <laughs> then we go. Uh, then we go get us some Chipotle, like men. You know? Yeah. <laughs> A few more Let's weeks. Okay. Cool. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. you haven't been in my house yet. 
Uh, I I know it's a cul-de-sac, and it's a mansion with a dog in it. That's all I know. No? Yeah, that's that's it. No, that's, that's what it is. I've seen pictures of the inside of your house, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know how you're sitting. Like I said, I know where you sit to record because that's where your setup is right now. I don't know how you're doing it. I have to be in a room with the doors closed. Well, that would that would help. <laughs> That's so it is, funny. It is what it is. Tis what it is, sir. What else you got about the game? Anything you just absolutely don't like? Or anything else you want um, to throw around? Sometimes you get into these uh, tight-knit spaces. Yeah. And the camera is a little bit of a challenge to manipulate. Is it uh, janky? Um. Yeah, you there's there's like you know there's a precision to it, um, and it's just gone. It's not there. Yeah, I think I think with a second playthrough, you it wouldn't be as challenging because you've been through it. But um, some of the controls can be a little bit um, finicky. We're using all kinds of words today. I like it. I like it. It's top notch. But you know, all that all that said, it's just it's it's very minor moments in between. There are parts of the game um that you come across that aren't in, that aren't necessarily self explanatory. So you're kind of wandering around wondering what I'm gonna do next as far as getting out of the situation. Like because it's a lot of it's kind of cut time, um, real time um events, you can find something happening and all of a sudden you're dead and you have no idea what you needed to do. Um, but that's sort of, that's sort of action games in general sometimes. Um, so that could be that sometimes it could just, it can be so chaotic that it gets confusing. Yeah. And that, that goes back again to, I think that so much is going on that screen, uh, that that probably contributes to that. But again, it doesn't make the game unplayable by any means. It just adds a, Slight moment of frustration until you go, oh, this is what I got to do. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and think about when you played. Well, I remember when I played the first Tomb Raider that's recently come out, and she's sliding down that mud thing in the very beginning, and it's one mm-hmm. of those moments where you have to be precise on hitting a button. And mm-hmm. I, I was at one point, I was missing exactly what I needed to do, and I got so mad. And then when I finally saw it, I went, oh, duh. And that, yeah. I think that's how. I think that's how I feel that the wonderful 101 can be at some points. Yeah. You just, it, most of the time it, it centers around remembering which character in your roster is best for taking on certain character, certain enemies in the game and not only enemies, but certain environmental puzzles. Like sometimes you'll look at a block that has like, um, you know, power ups in it and it's wrapped around, and you got a chain wrapped around it and you have to mentally remember that, Oh, I need a sword to probably break that chain. Like a pick. Yeah. Or yeah. no, or I was going to say there are some where you have to like, there pick. are some that you have to pick and yeah. it's like a, your sword serves as like a key, like a key. Yeah. So there's just some elemental stuff that, that because it's so kinetic and so, Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to remember sometimes. Like I'm, I'm sitting here, going back and forth with enemies, just trying not to die and trying to figure out how to beat them. And are you playing it right now? No, Uh, that would be awesome. If you were, we should do that. I thought about it. I thought about it. We should totally start actually playing the game we're covering. 
just because. <laughs> yeah. And That's plus, fair. you know, this game is a solid 15 hours minimum. So you've got, you've got a lot of content here. A Dude, lot of content. We need to beat, uh, go ahead and wrap up Streets of Rage 4 as well. Yeah, for sure. We're almost done with it. I, I know, think. but still, um, I need to do that. Yeah. We'll try to squeeze that in this week. I don't know, dude. While we're doing something else. The other, the other thing looks like, dude, it's, it's, br- it's brr, yeah. since I was able to run a legit, you know, like a, a game at like super legit graphical standpoint. It's, and boy, oh, oh sure. boy. Ooh, looks, looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, my final thought on this is, um, if you've played this on Wii U, um, I think you're good. I don't think there's any, let's call them early adopters. They've, <laughs> they've played it unless you're just a huge fan huge. of this game uh, and platinum in general. And you want to see this in a, in a better package, so to speak, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, definitely, def- definitely save your money on this. Um, but if you are, if you are, wanting to play this game perhaps in a way that was meant to be played. Um, you know, it's, I think it's only, thir- I think it was $39. I, Dude, I, I'm pretty sure. If you haven't played this game, it is totally a game you want to play. I'm just going to say it like it's the price range is perfect. The game will give you at least 15 hours of fun and you're going to adore it. I'm just yeah. saying, And you know, next to astral chain, this is the most unique platinum game in their library and over the years i've just become a huge fan of what platinum is doing um they're like they're, they've become one of my favorite studios um so with that I've, said i've seen it happen I, what I, I said i've i've witnessed yeah. the uh the adore um how much you adore them i've, I've seen you i've seen it i've watched mm-hmm. it grow what watched it grow. <laughs> Yeah, this is not, you know, th- this is this is not some fling with me and Platinum. This is long term. Uh, Platinum's no side piece at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Couldn't have said it better myself. So I guess I guess I could say it's it's uh, Richard time. Ooh. I don't even have I don't even have to do a long. I don't even have to sit here and think about it. It's a it's a nine for me. It's nine. It's, it's a remaster that, that it's that is on my list this year. I, I've it's one of those games that I'm gonna keep going back to because I've got to get good, dude. Because I suck. And, and but it's d- one of those games that you, that that you don't have to be good at to enjoy. Exactly. And and we are officially we are allowing remasters to be on our game of the year list if need be. Right. Like we don't. Oh yeah, we're, my, we're good. my game of the year last year was a remake. I know, but so. remakes and remasters are different. We all know that. They are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, fundamentally speaking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so you ready to, uh, you give it a Richard, you ready to do some news? Oh, man. I'm so ready. For some news. Some news. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. Peekage, 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 peekage. It's fine. It's fine. John, uh, start us off with this news like Ricky Henderson used to for the Oakland Athletics. Well, Ricky Henderson's going to read this news. Is that how Ricky Henderson talked? 
he had he I don't from my recollection he kind of had a sound a sound like that like a Mike Tyson ish kind of without the lisp oh did, hey yeah. by the way did you see how ripped Mike Tyson is now yeah he's going in he's apparently he got a uh, a fight huge deal yeah like millions was it with uh, Holyfield I don't know. <laughs> How did you know? Because I, <laughs> I saw the same article, and I don't know how real it is, but I do know that he went from fat bastage to yeah. ripped Tyson. So we shall see. Yeah. But uh, so that'll be that'll be coming soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so game announcements are are coming soon for Sony. Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida has indicated that the company will be announcing games lineups for PlayStation Five very soon. According to Bloomberg, quote, we will soon be announcing a strong lineup of PS5 games. And a separate in a separate quote from the company, quote, the launch of PlayStation 5 scheduled for the holiday season of this calendar year will deliver even more immersive experiences on a game console. Higher speed, enhanced sensory perceptions generated by its revolutionary controller and sound delivered in 3D audio will combine to realize truly next generation console game experiences unlike anything before. And Sean, if I were a, a gambling man, I would expect something like this coming in July. The game that's announcements? My, yep. Um, you don't think it'll come a little before that? Well, I guess not. I guess the thing that you're going to read. I think they want to get, I think they want to get last of us out of the way. Yeah, I agree. And it, it make you know, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> they want to, they want to get that uh, disaster of a video game out of their way they you, just you are so are, when, when it uh we'll talk I'm, more I'm about it troll. We, well i know we'll talk more about it in a minute but i do have to ask you a serious question i'm any, tired uh huh any predictions for uh launch games launch games uh no <laughs> not at all nothing not, I, Let's I, see. I, I am i because the because I know that uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two are the big games that are coming out this year, right? Mm-hmm. I am not really, I'm not, I don't know what they're doing past like August, so I don't know what could come out the woodworks and be a launch game, unless it's, I mean, like you you want a big launch game, right? Is it going to be another God of War launch game? We haven't heard anything about a new God of War. We don't get Metal Gear Solids anymore because he's gone. They don't do those. Uh, you know, what's what else? Like, what, what am I missing? Well, I don't think we're going to get the the God of Wars, obviously. I think I think it's possible Horizon Zero Dawn oh. T oh. could be a launch window. I really need to not. play that game. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're an embarrassment, Sean. I just thought I'd tell you. But, you know, one thing, one, one thing I, I smile at the possibility of is that, you know, What's let's say they launch with Ratchet and Clank two, you know something like that. That would be a great launch title. That would be something really. Well, the I don't really remember good. the PS four really launching heavy. It had a couple no, of it, games, it, it, you know. We had Knack, Knack, and what, what was that? Sh- that uh, shooter. Yes, the, I bought that. that shooter. Sh- I bought both those games. Yeah, Knack is amazing, dude. Let's it's be not honest. Bad. Let's be honest. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Oh yeah. my good, oh my goodness! All right, what did I do with the, the news? The, there, there I just, I just hope we get a lot of good feedback soon. Uh, haptic, and that it's impressive. It, do you want it to be haptic feedback, bruh? 
More than anything. All right. More than anything, he says. Well, good news, because, you know, I consider haptic feedback to be impressive. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Mike Bithel, the developer behind Thomas Was Alone, John Wick Hex, uh, is, is that an and John Wick Hex? That was meant to be an and All John right. Wick Hex. All has right. revealed that he's had demos of the DualSense controller and sang its praises. Quote, you're going to love what they're doing with this controller on PS5 as well with the DualSense stuff. Haptic. The raindrops thing. I've had some demos. They're very good. You're going to have fun and games with that. The suggestion <laughs> <laughs> the suggestion is that the controller will let players feel in-game rain or integrate in other amazing ways. Hmm. Wait a minute. PS5 is going to have VR. Sony communicated like uh, <laughs> communicated it like giving the player the sensation of walking through mud or the tension of a bowstring. How they're going to do that? You know, I don't know. But I tell you, I, I, I've never played a video game where my character is walking through mud or pulling back a bowstring and me saying, you know what, Sony? I need more. I need more than yeah. this. Yeah, you know what this game's missing? I can't feel this bow. Like I can't right. I can't play it anymore. I you know I've never once said that. It's not, you know, I guess maybe you can say that um you know, no one ever no one ever said that before they introduced Rumble in a controller. So True. maybe I'm just being well, a bit too negative. If you, but, if you remember the Switch when when uh, they were talking about the I don't know, the little switch controller and the ice cube and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, it's it's better than the last time they had something like that, but it was not, for me, a complete game changer. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, John. And you've said it well. Yeah. The state of what I it want doesn't... to uh, say is done. <laughs> well, speaking of state of play, <laughs> uh, a state of play has been announced. Uh, PlayStation has announced a state of play focused solely on The Last of Us Part Yeah. Yeah! which will take place today, May 27th at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So in this presentation... That. I'm so going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> in this presentation, Neil Druckmann will walk you through the gameplay and introduce you to the story experience. According to reports, the presentation will run for approximately 20 minutes and end with eight minutes of never-before-seen gameplay. The game will be released on June 19th. One bit of news about the upcoming game is that you likely won't see anything in one. I'm sorry. You won't see everything in one playthrough. It's like, you're not going to see a thing in this. Dude, game. you're not. You just get, yeah. <laughs> Quote, in this game, we've gone so far in making the level design open that there are actually entire story moments, entire combat encounters, full scripted sequences that you may completely miss. And there are things that we feel like, even though a portion of our player base may never see these things, the fact that when you do encounter them, you feel like you discovered them, it lends them this charm and this magic I think is unique to games, that this happened to me because of what I did and the place I explored too. So it seems like, you know, you know, you and I, when we talk about this game, <clears throat> if I play it, you know, if, if the two of us talk about this game, you know, you and I can, you know, the, from the from what I read from this, you and I could have nominally different experiences. And, and what I like about hearing that is it reminded me of the last, or really, really any time you play a Zelda game, and especially the last Zelda, where you, you went on a on a path and you had an adventure that is 
it, it was it harkened back to the old Zelda where you would meet a friend and talk about what you did and they would say, well, I was there and I did this. It was completely different. And if that game can capture this, I think it's a very good, you know, you know, very good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, I think it can, uh, I think it could capture it to a certain extent. I re- I just remember daily lunches with, with you and the guys talking about what we were doing in breath of the breath of the wild and so many times the sentences began with you did what now where right. was that wait wait i've never wait, seen what? <laughs> exactly sir um speaking of playstation we do have our playstation plus games for june call of duty world war Two was made available on may 26 so that was yesterday more details on other games will be shared by playstation later this week uh, last month, we re- received backlash for the titles of City Skylines and Farming Simulator. Sony later apologized for these mediocre games. I do want to add one more thing, since hopefully that does make it a little better for those games. Um, as far as The Last of Us Part Two, um, friend of the show Chris messaged me today, and he said that review copies for the game were out now, and that there was a what is it? What's that thing you sign, like a non-disclosure agreement? Up until like an embargo. embargo ends on June twelfth, so they're gonna they're gonna have a lot of time to play the game, and then we should definitely get some good reviews about a week before the game comes out. Sorry, I didn't say that before. We moved on to that next thing, but yeah, it's a good strategy to circle the wagons. Yeah, for sure, sir. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I will say regarding this, um, I read a little bit about this. Uh, apparently, and I I scooped up Farming Simulator without you know without even blinking but apparently people were upset with this those are terrible john i mean farming simulator has got a following okay i've never played them but it was free i understand that it's free and and listen we should not complain about free games i get it but that's a drop off john compared to what they've had worse things like i don't know what city skylines is really um, but I don't know. I just, I think that was, I just think that was not fair. That was um, us being spoiled brats is what it was, John. I'm not saying that. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's it's absolutely true. I mean, I guess, I guess when you get a free, when you get GTA five on Epic game store, maybe, maybe all these free games over the past couple of months during COVID-19 is just getting everybody a little bit. I, yeah. And I think Epic, like what their next game is Civ five. I think I tweeted that out, and I think you got yeah. it until tomorrow, the twenty eighth. Yeah, they get that. Definitely get that. You I think, think you have you, you played one of those before? No. You might you might enjoy those. Is it like Roller to- Coaster Tycoon? I guess I don't know, um, but it's it's like it's a more complicated Age of Empires. Never played that either, man. Are both of those about war? <laughs> yes is it cold in those games yeah it is <laughs> yeah it definitely is because war is very cold new what? reports in fact are revealing that this year's call of duty mainline title will be call of duty black ops cold war say that five times fast Calling the title was posted by call of duty leaker okami on twitter and backed up by sources such as Eurogamer. 
Eurogamer spe uh, specified that the game will return to the series roots, but didn't specify events, locations, or what that specifically means. It is not known if this is a prequel or a sequel. <laughs> but I think, I think, what? Just the way that sentence is written, it reminds me of like giving a fact without facts. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I think uh, oh. I think Black Ops. I think the first Black Ops actually took place in the '60s, didn't it? The like, Black uh, Ops. Uh, the first Black Ops game was like in was mm, was kind of considered a Cold War game. Maybe is that was that in the '60s? <laughs> I feel like it was a Vietnam game. I could be I could be mistaken. The, there was it, a there was like a World at War game that I don't know what I'm talking about right now because I'm about to start laughing at Unit for no reason. Well, I just remember. <laughs> you know, we, we could just, we just we, move on. It's move downhill. on, move <laughs> on. Have fun with all you Call of Duty gamers. Um, that will be actually comedy be, gold. Comedy gold. It will be pretty awesome to play the Black Ops Cold War for real. Uh, but Xbox games with gold for June: Shantae and the Pirates Curse, Coffee Talk. <laughs> Destroy all humans. Sign Mora. Those are your Xbox games with gold for June. Uh, Shantae is from June 1st through the 30th. Coffee Talk is June 16th through July 15th. Destroy Shantae. all... What is it? Shantae? It's got to be Shantae, doesn't it? Destroy all Shantae? humans is June 1st through the 15th. And uh -huh. Sign Mora is June 16th through the 30th. So have fun. I mean, those... If we're making fun of PlayStation games, just saying. I know, right? Just Coffee saying. Talk. <laughs> Coffee. What is that? Uh, and I, I think that might be Cinemora. Cinemora. No, it's Sign Moray. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Well, as an extension of this, um, No Man's Sky is coming to Game Pass. Uh, so I'm definitely. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to pick that up now. At this point, Hello Games and Microsoft have revealed that No Man's Sky will be released on Xbox Game Pass in June of 2020. Announced on Xbox Wire, Xbox Game Pass members will soon be able to play No Man's Sky Infinite procedurally generated universe with over 10 million Xbox Game Pass members. Here's the and thing, I'm though, man. No Man's Sky has a virtual reality mode now. So I'm, I'm excited to play it and get it on Games Pass. But uh, I'd kind of been planning on getting it on PSVR because, you know, you know, I'm saying I didn't know I had a I didn't know I had a VR mode. Yeah, which is dope. You played that initially. You covered that for the With, show. Yeah, and I hated it. Me and Chris played it, and I was dude, I was perfect deep on the hype for that game. You and were. it came out just like, just uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, <laughs> that game deserves its hype, you know what I'm saying? Um How do you know? What do you mean? What happened? <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> what happened sir what do you mean what do you mean in due time uh yeah you're ex you are gonna get it though you're excited oh for sure I, i'm i'm you know it's one of those um it's one of those redemption arcs if you will of games that sort of improved a lot over time um and one of the things when they when, when they released the, the 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 studio just basically shut up for six months and then they came out with a lot of great new content. So it seems like everybody's really digging it these days. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it uh, 
what with all is. the hype is about. Well, that's a perfect way to go into our next one, John, because there is a lot of hype around this next game. And oh, uh, oh it's dude, Marvel's Iron Man VR for all you all you um, PSVR owners out there. Hopefully, you got yourself the demo of the game, which is now available, and that is, of course, ahead of the July release date. Um, and by the way, the demo, of course, is free, right? Players who, uh, I, this made me very happy. I did not know this. Players who have the demo will unlock the Molten Lava Armor Deco in the full game, which the official release date is official at Julie 3. July 3rd, ladies and gentlemen. That is not that far away. Uh, the demo, the demo, <laughs> the demo will feature and does feature a couple of missions and a playable cinematic alongside two optional challenges. Um, it includes the Malibu tutorial mission, interactive Stark Jet cinematic starring Tony, Friday, and Pepper Potts, out of the blue Stark Jet gameplay mission, flight challenge optimal mission, and advanced combat challenge optimal mission. John, Tell you boy about this. John. So I, I forget who it was. Was it you that told me it was out? Yeah. Oh my god, John. So I sit in my in my uh, gaming chair. Uh, I just, you know, I spin it around for the TV. I download the game. I can't wait. I spread the news to friends that also have PSVRs and also like Iron Man. I open the game up, John, and just like you hope for, John, your 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 VR headset kind of does the blink and comes on, and then oh, you, dude, you're Iron Man, um, <laughs> dude. Do you hear me getting excited? The yeah. the controllers. Uh, a lot of people knock the PSVR for obviously the the display. It only does a certain the display, the wires, no. and then the controllers aren't intuitive to the sense of like other controllers and other VR sets. But this works so well. Um, Tinley was Good. watching me play, and I'm sliding around my room, dude. Once you <laughs> once you learn how to fly, oh my god! You're you're you. All I can say is if you haven't played the demo. And you want to be Iron Man? Play the demo because you immediately feel like you're Iron Man. Uh, the little charge hand shots that he does—I don't know the official name of those—but you know those little those things he does. Yeah. All of that stuff, dude, <laughs> is amazing. I—I—I—I uh, I, 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 I would have been able to, and I don't want to do it now because this will be a title we talk about. But I would have been able to do this this topic <clears throat> this week for how good this game appears to already be. It's a complete must own or at least day one. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I am so happy that on July 3rd, I'm going to be able to play this full game. Did you fly? Yes. Did you fly? Dude. And and the way that the buttons are like, uh, you, you have to put your hands behind you and lean forward to fly. Or if you want to stop, your hands have to go in front of you and you kind of go backwards. It, it, it captures all of that. Do you see yourself getting sick? No. At some point? No. Because I just picture walking into your your <laughs> your room and you've got like this vomit dribble down your chin. It's, it's fine. You will but you will not take off the headset. I can't I dude, I can't. Well, when I started just playing VR, I, we're good. Tony Starkwood, love you three thousand boy. Um, listen, when I first started playing, I had to have a fan on me and you have to kind of get your VR legs under you. Um, but I yeah. played this for hours fine and you got to remember the games that i've played so far like 
I've all I'm trained for this. You know, I'm like in peak physical VR condition. It's fine. But uh yeah. I want to go through and play it all again. You know, that's what that's what a good demo wants you to do. Um uh, the last demo I played was the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. It was fantastic. For me, personally, this blows that out the water because of one, I'm a huge uh, PSVR fan. Two, it's Iron Man. I have literally an Iron Man blanket on the bed behind me right now. And uh and three, it's it's a few just a few mere it's like weeks away at this point, John. So, so uh, could could they have this? Could they have a PR PSVR system seller in their hands? It, that, it's possible. Uh, yeah. it, it it's more so a yes than a not. Uh, and he, Tony Stark in the in the demo. I mean, it, it's not gonna. It's not Robert Downey Jr. But you don't even care. Yeah. I was about to ask. But none of that matters. Yeah, I I remember watching the Avengers gameplay that was released at that E3 finally. And I was kind of, because it was fresh off the heels of the movies. I remember their voices kind of throwing me off a little bit, but so much time has kind of happened now to where it, uh, it worked, it worked, it worked fine. It was, it was fantastic. I mean, I'm flying through like, uh, I don't know what the official terminology for this is, but you know, in the ocean, if, if land is coming up out of the ocean and creates like an arc of land and you have a little, cove you can fly under and through i was doing that kind of stuff bro oh dude yeah and then when i had to land i felt like my little legs were wobbling in front of me because i was trying to get it right my hands were moving left and right to make sure i balanced yes fantastic Uh, fantastic demo i will be living with you for a week (laughs) so i can experience this but you know what have been what would have been cool i think there's i think they've come out with a a psvr bundle for this have they really? It just, yeah. It, but would have, it just would have been so cool to sort of, I don't know, design the uh, oh, they the missed an opportunity with, they, they missed with sort it. of a red and gold. Yes, make it Iron it. Man. They missed it if that didn't happen. I didn't even know that yeah, existed. I don't think. I don't think it looks like uh, you can. You can look it up and see. I. I just. I got the impression that they were going to do something like that, but it, it looks like just the basic, um, the basic bundle, with the game included. But that's all right. That's all right. I just think it would have been a nice collector's piece to do a red and gold um, aesthetic to the headset. That would have been neat. I am Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. This is going to be. I am so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, you were about to see high octane Sean. You heard me. You heard me now. I cannot wait. Oh, it's fan. And Tinley, bless her heart. She wants to be Iron Man. (laughs) She's like, can what? she, can she, can she use this yet? In theory, I'm a bad parent because I don't, I, I told you before, I don't know how they distinguish the cutoff for you have to be this age to use this VR technology. She's yeah. a couple of years too young for it. She can play the Nintendo VR, but she can't play the PlayStation VR. That's Granted, weird. they're, they're two different technologies. I get it, but you're, you're both, both of them have the lenses where you're looking at a screen and it's doing the thing that it does to make it appear VR. So I don't I don't know why she can't. Maybe because the headset's really heavy, it could hurt her neck. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I I, I I'm pretty sure it'll be a best-selling game. I hope so, I, and I hope it. The the VR market is a thing. Uh, oh, what, sure. what was the game, Chris? Half Life Alex. That mm-hmm. was a. Uh, a lot of people bought VRs to play that game, and it was because yeah, of I the, mean, the way that they they made it. Everyone who bought it, regardless of the PS or the the VR headset you had, you got the same experience. Like that was their goal, 
and it was massive for him. So, you know, Iron Man is a is a massive, you know, obviously massive franchise, massive name, and then when you, when it's a perfect fit. I I don't think it's bat the Batman game was great. Anything that you can put a mask on and become the thing fits obviously. And I dude, it the, the, I was flying around, dude. I was I was doing charge shots. I was Iron Man, bro. I felt like if yeah. I looked at my chest, I'd see you know my chest glowing. <laughs> well, I see that every day. I know you do. But um, yeah, you got me. You got me excited for Marvel games in general. You got me wanting to go back to Ultimate Alliance, dude. Let's do it. You still have it? <laughs> yes, of course. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> if I, I if I can a, get a capture card, dude. If I can huh? get a capture card. Uh, yeah. I will stream us playing any kind of game you want to play like that for sure. Okay. You know, I got a PC now that can handle a capture card. Yeah, you do. It's going to be nice. Well, finally this week. Is this a finally? Yeah. There's no I'm way this finally. is a finally. Is this a finally? I think we only had nine bits of news this week. Is this a finally? Finally. <laughs> Best selling games for April. Final Fantasy VII Remake was April's 20, April 2020's best-selling game, and it also sets a new launch month Final Fantasy franchise record in both unit <laughs> and dollar sales. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Switch remained the best-selling hardware, with increase, uh, with increased more than 160% when compared to April of last year. Here are the top 10 best-selling titles. Final Fantasy Remake, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is number one. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, number two. Animal Crossing New Horizons is number three. NBA 2K20 is number four. Grand Theft Auto V is number five. Uh, Resident Evil 3 is number six. Sean, you should definitely give that game a try. It's amazing. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered um, is... Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. (laughs) And I think it's 19 bucks, so definitely... I think I might definitely pick that up. Um, MLB The Show is number eight. Madden NFL 20 is number nine. And Red Dead Redemption 2 peaks back into the list at number 10. For, uh, for, I don't know if it's this, this is factual or not, but it's crazy to know that the, the Switch sold as much as it did in April. And yeah. then there's really only one title on the list that's really only Nintendo. Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's crazy. I mean, normally we do see quite a few you know, Nintendo titles in the list as well, but crazy. But yeah, the people are buying them left and right, dude. The switches. I don't know if it's simply because of COVID-19 and it's a, a, a system that you can go everywhere. But I've also noticed that there's no Xboxes or Playstations in the stores either. Hmm. Yeah. Knows? It's, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking animal crossing that design with you having to share an Island. If you have on the same switch, I almost think at this point that that was definitely a ploy to get more switches in the house. More switches in the house. In the house. I think it worked. Did you? Uh, you have a couple of them, don't you? A couple of in what? Switches. Yeah, I got two. <clears throat> yeah, you for do. sure. DJ and and both of them have Animal Crossing on them. But it's also uh, it's also good to have a couple of remasters in this list. Yeah. Or, or remakes, rather. Whatever um, it is. I mean, it's just... And they're, yeah. I like that they're just different. Like, the Final Fantasy VII is not the same Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and I feel they just made the Call of Duty just, just really good and better and all that stuff. So, And that's the goal of when they do remakes and remasters, you know? 
Oh, for sure. It's it's actually, I think it's kind of, I don't know if this point during the next, the new year, if a call, I think it's been a long time since a call of duty has stayed at number two, this far out of its release date back in, back in the fall. But I have no data on that. I could be wrong. Well, it's because, no, it's not because the other, the, the war zone is free. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Warzone being so popular, it's making people want to play the game. Yeah, I think so. And this one had a campaign, didn't it? Campaign? Yes, it did. It was amazing. Yeah? Yes. Okay. It's one of my favorite camp- campagnas that I've played in a Call of Duty in a, in a, in a while. Campagna. Campagna. <laughs> Campagna. Um, <laughs> you about ready to, uh, to wrap this up? Just to be safe. Should always be safe. Never... Dude, that is so going to be loud. We apologize, but not really. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So uh, we got an email, uh, and <laughs> this is great, isn't it? So if you want to email us, just like a few of you uh, lovely listeners have this week, uh, you can do so by emailing us at weeklygameschat, which is at gmail.com. And um, we should be able to get your email writ, um, read on air. But on this first one, uh, Dan, thank you so much uh, for for emailing us. Everything is safe and well. Um, and we'll get back to you on that one because it's something that we want to maybe talk behind the scenes on. But for sure, we do like to say we at least got your email. Do you agree, John? I agree. I agree. Just remember to send those emails in just like Pollard did. He writes, cheers, dude. Pollard here. What's up, Pollard? I finally finally got sent back to work in the great white North Ontario. Eh? Just hoping everyone is safe. (laughs) Poutine. Just hoping everyone is safe. And now that my gaming time has cut down substantially, I look forward to hearing from everyone about the new games and some good humor. Thanks for keeping the podcast going and let your mom's box rule. That's gross. Say that anymore, Pollard. (laughs) That's gross, sir. It's gross. Um, yeah, uh, I hate that you had to go back to work if you had kind of well, been off. You know, probably, do, probably good that he went back. But it, if if you got to go back, it's good that you got to go back because that means it's safe in Canada. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Timmy Hortons and Poutine and Toronto and all that good stuff y'all got up there, right? Right, John? Eh, eh. I do know that a bag of chips, uh, I think it's by Lay's, it's, uh, it's a flavor that is the number one flavor in Canada. In Canada, I forget the name of the chips, but uh, they are delicious. It's kind of like one of those chips that has everything on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And uh, yeah, again, thanks for writing in, uh, Pollard. Appreciate you. Appreciate the love. Uh, And our last email this week is from our boy. What do I call him? His uh, Discord name or do I call him his name? John, you yeah, he's the the community knows him by his Discord name. Uh, Acid Sugar one four one four. 
he says, love you boys for all the love you've given me, especially you, Spooky Pookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all are doing a great job. I just wanted to say keep it up and game the F on. Sir, game the F on to you, and we will continue to give the love because you deserve it. And he and people might be wondering why, especially me. That's between me and Acid. That's right. That's right. Now he's uh he is a he is a brother in law of sorts, if you will. I uh, still consider him family. Uh, hope you're doing well, Acid. Thanks for the love. Uh, now we're gonna switch over to the Twitter page again. Uh, the Twitter. If you would like to reach us and just say hey or see things that we post, of course we're on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. Um, and if you want, I may been, I may maybe I may even say hello to you on air like I'm about to do to at the Claw Voice, uh, who says now that y'all are on PC, what do you think about ESO? Graymore drops in two days, and that was two days ago, so I believe it's out now. John Graymore is the new, I believe, expansion for Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I told him, uh, what did I, I think I told him that I've tried to play Elder Scrolls. It's a great MMO, but I'm more so of a WoW player. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Faux show. What is this? Oh, uh, during the show today, I did, I was not paying attention apparently and did some things. Um, I, I, Mm -hmm. I retweeted a tweet from at Blackwoods uh, LP says, which upcoming game are you guys most excited for? And this was uh, a would have been the last of us Two, B ghost of Tsushima C cyberpunk 2077 or D assassin's creed Valhalla. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had a couple of our peeps. Uh, the claw said C. So that would have been cyberpunk. Um, Hydraberg just gave a, a, a gif with Joel's head nodding. So that implies that he's ready for the last of us. And, uh, Oh man, the barbarian says B, if you would like to weigh in, of course you can, it's out there on Twitter. You can definitely do that. Um, we had John, I don't know if you're ready for this. Um, but we're going to see if you are, I'm, I've been my racking my brain on this and I'm probably going to give a answer that I want to change later on. But, um, at Mr. Uh, Maidsin, Maidsin says, yo, you guys have talked about Funko Pops in the past. This is a direct message. What is your favorite Funko that each of you have and why? Ooh. Hmm. So, that, and that's a tough question, isn't it? If, if you don't want to answer it now, you don't have to. That could be something we get ready for at the beginning of next week. Um, no, I think I got it. Well, you're looking at yours. Mine are boxed up right yeah. now. So I've completely forgotten about what they all look like. <laughs> um, well, this is what I'll do. I will say, because it's looking at me, I'm going to say the last pop that I bought is currently my favorite. That's a hack answer, but I am going to look them over again and really maybe at the intro of next week, um, say exactly what my favorite Funko pop is. Uh, but right now I'm looking at the 40th uh, anniversary Empire Strikes back, pop, and this is Luke Skywalker with Yoda on his back. It is it is an adorable pop. I love it. Well, um, that one's that one's a recent one, isn't it? Yeah, it's recent. I said it's the one that I recently purchased. Now, one of my favorite pops is probably an old school um, Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi. It's a blue box. If you collect Star Wars, you know those, and it's um, him in his black suit, 
his classic like beginning of Return of the Jedi suit. I guess he yeah. wears that the whole thing, but that's one of my favorite pops. Uh, my first pop that my friend uh, Heath the Trucker bought me, uh, it's it was a Walgreens exclusive Boba Fett where he was not, I don't think he had, excuse me, any color on him. That's a pretty cool pop. Uh, I know that all of those are Star Wars. There's a Harry Potter that I have that was a Barnes and Noble exclusive. That's one of my favorites. Um, I kind of I kind of dove into why it was one of my favorites, but again, I'm going to give him a, a a good a good once over, and uh, try to give you a really good really good answer on my most favorite pop and why, John. Yeah, I've got two um, that come to mind most most recently. Uh, for Christmas, I got um, getting pops for Christmas. I'm such a child. Um, there's this really awesome uh, Darth Maul pop that I have. Oh, I got, I got um, one from. Um, I, yeah, that's see, that's what I'm saying. You say something, I remember it. Um, he's cause he's just kind of pound for pound. Um, aside from Darth Darth Vader, just kind of my favorite villain. He's just I just love what Star Wars has done for him over the years. Of all villains. And then, what like of all the villains that are villainous, or just well, there's Thrawn, but he's. Are you? I'm saying, are you talking about just Star Wars, or are you talking about any villain? Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars. Okay. And then my fr- the first pop I ever got, the one that sort of hooked you, and there's always one that hooks you after resisting it for so long. Um, I was buying something in GameStop, and behind the counter they had this Big Daddy. Oh yeah. Um, so I've got I've got the Big Daddy, which is finally starting to be worth something. But I just love because I love Bioshock so much. When I saw that Big Daddy, it's one of those. It's one of the to- uh, few over the pop. Sometimes you look at a pop, and and it looks almost exactly like the video game character. Kind of like I, what comes to mind is the series of South Park. Those characters just happen to look like pops, <laughs> so yeah. it worked out real well. But the Big Daddy is just my is is my favorite. So those two come to mind when it comes to my personal favorites. I, I do know that I have a R two D two, a newer R two D two that he's all dirty. It's yeah. one of the newer ones. I've got that coming my way. And a friend of mine tried to pull a fast one on me. If he heard this, he'd probably giggle. But uh, we see we see each other at Outback. We're eating out, and and our local Outback is is social distancing. It's great. Um, but he texts me and he says, "Hey, by the way, if you don't want to." you know, pay me, which is like 10 bucks that he, he, we always, whatever he pays for it, I give him the exact amount. We don't try to up each other or say, well, I know immediately once I buy this, it's worth $40. So you got to give me 40. We don't do all that. But he goes, Hey, do you want to trade the, uh, general grievous pop, the Walgreens exclusive that you got? And I go, no, sir. I don't. I say no, sir. Without knowing that it's up to like a hundred dollars now or 90 bucks, something like that. Can you imagine if I'd have been like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'll just give you this general grievous that's you know for this ten dollar R two D two. Well, there's a few pops. There's a few pops of yours that I want. I want all the. I want all your Assassin's Creeds, oh, and nice. I think you have a Thrawn. I do. If I'm I, not mistaken. I do have a Thrawn. Um, I have, um, yeah, two Assassin's. Creed. I got a lot of good pops. Like I said, I got to go through them and find my favorite and why. Um, one of my one of my absolute favorites is a Big Hero Six pop. And oh, cool! Yeah, he's he's gigantic. Yeah, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of Harry Potter pops. I've got a bunch of random pops. Uh, so I'm gonna go through them and and say kind of what my favorite is. And if you guys want to join in on that conversation, we'll get it started somewhere. Whether it's on um, 
the Twitter or our discord, which you can also join. If you have not what are you waiting for? Quit dragging your feet. It's amazing. Uh, you'll get, you'll get uh, really cool information. There's a bunch of channels that our friend acid sugar kind of set up any kind of current game that's going on, any topic that's going on. It's a good way to see John and I pop in and interact with you. So uh, yeah, that, check on over to um, discord, which is another way, like I just said, to get in touch with us aside from emails or the Twitter uh, John, let me see if we've got any new follows. And then I think, Oh, we do. I get so excited. So excited. <laughs> um, what's up to, uh, Bayow, uh, three, six, six, nine, nine, nine. You're a professional software producer. Ooh, thank you so much for the follow following you back. And at the gray cactus, who was on my, uh, Twitter stream the other night. Thank you so much for the follow here on Twitter. And I believe you've even joined our discord. So that's pretty awesome. Um, you're a variety gamer and a musician. You just vibing. I like that. Kind of sounds like me. Uh, I think that's all I got this week, John. If there's anything else you want to add, you can. Um, I do have something to add. This is, um, this is new. This is hot off the press. Uh, apparently, because we were talking about pops, um, apparently there's Kotor pops coming. I'm immediately um, googling this, so let's go see what you're talking about right now. Darth Revan, Darth Malak, um, a Shadow Trooper. Um, oh, this is three hours ago. New. I know, dude. These are amazing, and they're going to be GameStop Revan. exclusives. Oh, they do. I did see these and completely miss that those were Kotor because I was looking at Yoda with his hood on and a lightsaber. This is amazing. Yes. Um. Anyway, this, this is going to be good. Maybe we. Uh. Maybe I'll. I'll. Now that we're talking about it, we get this out to our Twitter. For, people have already seen it, but just in case. Um. But yeah, that is that is good. That is dope. which one of those four do you want the most? Darth Revan. <laughs> Without a doubt. At first, when I, I'm so stupid, when I saw this, I said, "Why does that Mandalorian have lightsabers?" <laughs> yeah, I see that. I know uh, what you're saying. But I just glanced at it at my phone. I think I was on on the, you know, poop gaming it up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, John. I really do. This I had has, a good time, man. This has been episode 258. Uh, that's like four without Chris now or something. It's been great. It's been fantastic. We hope you guys are enjoying it. Thank you so much for all the love you give us. Uh, and John, all I'll say to you, my good sir, is game on. Game on, Shawnee Wani. Game on to all you fine folks out there. Uh, and with that, I'll simply say peace out, everybody. Good life. <laughs> <laughs>